Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Shropshire Football Podcast. My name's Todd Nash, I'm here with uh, podcast regular James Garrison and it's just the two of us this week as uh, our friend Matt Viney is feeling the pace after just one week. Lightweight. Absolutely. Uh, let's start with Shrewsbury then and uh, they've had a couple of games that we can go through. The first one being uh, a 1-0 defeat to Sheffield United. Yeah, first game or first league game of the season, Todd obviously after the trip to Leeds uh, in the Capital One Cup. Good performance by Shrewsbury, obviously edged out 1-0, as I'm sure all our listeners will, will be aware. David McAllister, who else? He obviously had a loan spell with Shrewsbury last season, popping up with a goal after four minutes. It's uh, unwritten law of football, isn't it, that an old player comes back and, and scores. But encouraging performance from Shrewsbury. There was long spells in the game when they had Sheffield United on the rack, particularly at the end of the end of the first half. Shrewsbury had a really good 20-minute spell where they had a goal disallowed. Paul Parry hit the post. They could easily have drawn level then. Uh, more chances towards the end of the game as well and, and Chris Will didn't have too much to do in the Shrewsbury goals so re- plenty of encouragement for Shrewsbury to take from that it was a great day uh, trip to Bromwell Lane really brought home the fact that Shrewsbury are back, back in League One and playing some big established clubs so yeah it was a good day good performance Shrewsbury fans travelled in their numbers and made themselves heard so plenty of encouragement to take from that one it's not exactly an easy place to go to start, is it, Bramwell Lane? It's not that long ago that we were, well, that the ground was gracing the Premiership. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, they they are the established club in League One, aren't they? They should really be playing Championship, as you say, maybe even Premier League. Their, their fans turn out in force. There was eighteen thousand of them there last week, and and they make a good racket. So yeah, it's it's a great it's a great place to go for for League One teams. I, I suspect Sheffield United. Have, will we'll get out this year. They've got to be the, the overwhelming favourites. I wasn't overly impressed with them last week, but they'll get better. Danny Wilson's got a decent squad there. So, um, yeah, they lost in the playoff final on penalties last year, so you can't come much closer than that. So I, I expect them to be one of the two teams probably going up automatically this year. Wouldn't be surprised after they were so close last year, weren't they? And uh, I mean, speaking of old players coming back to haunt <laughs> their former clubs in David McAllister, uh, Paul Parry did the same to Preston. Yeah, it's exactly the same time. Four minutes, David McAllister. Four minutes, Paul Preston. An absolute stunner from Paul Preston. New new player I've just <laughs> made up there. Making Paul, him up as we go. Yeah, on. we'll go with Paul Parry, shall we? Yeah, it's an absolute stunner by uh, Paul Parry. Twenty yards, stinging half volley, which, which flew past Stuckman in the in the Preston goal before he, he even knew what had happened. Um, a, a goal worthy of winning any game. Paul Parry comes. With a great pedigree, he's been with Cardiff for, for five or six years. He's had three years at Preston. He's played 12 times for, for Wales. and You can just tell he's got that bit of extra quality which which stands out at that level. Every time the ball comes to him, he just seems to have that extra yard, that extra half second on the ball that, that other players don't have. And it's a, it's a great acquisition for Shrewsbury, even away from his goal on Tuesday night. I thought it was excellent. And, and Shrewsbury have really picked up a, a, a big coup there. Yeah, I mean, as you say, he's he's been one of the standout signings really of the of the summer, hasn't he? And uh, I mean, how have the the other new boys been getting on? Yeah, all all all, all good on Tuesday. The, the Shrewsbury didn't pass the ball on Tuesday quite as well as they did at Sheffield United or all Leeds. They they it was a it was a funny time of type of game really. Preston were, were quite physical and and put themselves about as Graham Wesley's side tend to do. So it, it was it was more of an intense physical battle rather than a free flowing game of football than perhaps it had been at Sheffield United a few days earlier. But there were some strong performances from the new boy. Rob Purdy walked away with the man of the match champagne, deservedly so. He was excellent at left-back. Darren Jones and Michael Hector at centre-half looked a lot more solid than they'd done, in, uh, certainly at Leeds uh, and to some extent at Sheffield United. Jones, I thought, in particular, was was very strong. Uh, Parry 
Luke Summerfield in midfield as well, look, looking the part alongside Matt Richards. So there's plenty of encouragement for Shrewsbury's 10 new boys. There's a lot of them, wasn't there? But but yeah, they're looking good. They're settling in well and, and everyone's looking ahead to this weekend's clash with Tramir now. Indeed. So they're top of the table, aren't they? So it's going to be another tough test for, for town this weekend. Yeah, maybe a little bit surprised to see Tramir doing quite as well as they are. They've, they've got some good players there. I know Andy Robinson, Andy Robinson scored a hat-trick from the left side of midfield on Tuesday night against uh, in a 3-0 win at Carlisle. So they've got some decent players there that they've not really contended in League One over the last few years. So they'll obviously be keen to keep their flying start going under Ronnie Moore. But Shrewsbury will go into it full of confidence, weren't they? 33 now, the unbeaten run stands out, which dates back to March the 1st, 2011. So they're going to fancy the chances against anybody at home. But Obviously, the warning that we're going to issue every week this season, there are no easy games. Maybe last season, Shrewsbury could get away with being a little bit off colour and still win the odd game. It's not going to happen this year in League One. No, indeed. And uh, moving from League One to the conference, uh, it was a good week for Telford as well. A 3-0 win over Braintree. Yeah, superb win for, for Andy Sinton and his side. They needed it, didn't they? They'd made a, not a shaky start, but it's all, there's always a few doubts, aren't there, until that first win's on the board. But a really good performance, I'm led to believe, as well against Braintree. James Spray... Kieran St. Amy and Nathan Rooney getting the goals. So a massive win for Telford. And the type of games they're going to need to win, aren't they? Braintree, I think, finished 11th last year. But I guess if Telford are going to, to sort of move up from the lower reaches towards mid-table, these are the sides they're going to need to beat. And, and they produced the goods last week. Yeah, I mean, it seems as though the, the new boys must be settling in quite well there as well, getting on the score sheet. And uh, they've got the double header to come this weekend. Luton on Saturday and Stockport on Monday. Yeah, really tough. We go on about Shrewsbury playing some well-established sides. Luton and Stockport not so long ago, obviously, well-established in the Football League themselves. So I suspect the Luton game will be a bit of a bonus game for, for Telford. If they get anything, it would be a huge boost to, to Sinton and his side. But Luton haven't lost yet. It's going to be tough to get anything from Kenilworth Road. But then they're back at the New Books head on, on Monday afternoon. And, and after the 3-0 win at Braintree, who knows what they can achieve against Stockport. Oh, exactly. Like you say, it wasn't that long ago that Luton were, were up there and battling. I mean, I remember it was 2005-2006 when my team, Reading, were promoted to the Premier League and I think the only team to beat us that season was Luton at Kenilworth Road. So, it's a tough ask. Yeah, absolutely. As you said, they've, I remember Luton winning the League Cup back in 1980-something, probably before you were born, Todd, but beating Arsenal yeah. in a famous final with a, a diving header from one of the Steens, can't remember if it was Brian or Mark, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it, it is a tough after to go to Kenilworth Road. I'm glad you remember it and I don't, so <laughs> okay. And uh, on to our non-league clubs, and uh, Mark Drayton and Bridge North both in FA Cup action this weekend. Yeah, a really big weekend for, for those clubs. Bridge North play tonight on Friday night, they make the trip to Lye, because I think Lye share their ground with the, the local cricket club, so they take uh, priority on, on Saturday. Bridge North already won one game to get through to this stage and, and big rewards reward on offer really for, for Drayton and Bridge North. £1,700 if they do win on this weekend and that's a lot of money for, for, for these clubs. The FA Cup is great, it's great for the players to get the chance to play in it but also the prize money as well. So Bridge North away at Lye, they play, Bridge North play in a higher level so you'd hope that the Midland, Midland Alliance team can overcome their rivals on Saturday, uh, tonight and get into the, the first qualifying round. Drayton, they play... Tomorrow against Newcastle Town, the two teams from the same level, both playing Evo Stick League Division 1 South. And Drayton have made a shaky start. They lost 2-0 at Gresley last Saturday, lost 3-2 at home to Hal's Owen on Tuesday. So a little bit of pressure, I guess, on Jimmy Mullen and Andy Cook's side to produce the goods tomorrow. Finances, again, are, are huge, but they'd, they'd also like to get the season up and running and, 
and, and get into that first qualifying round. Indeed, and uh, I don't think we can finish the podcast without a quick mention for Shawbury, who dished out a bit of a spanking on Wednesday night by all accounts. Yeah, absolutely. I looked at this result on, on Thursday morning when I came into work and saw 10-1 uh, Shawbury away at Bartley Green in the West Midlands League Premier Division. That's when the manager, Dave Richards, just to double-check, and he assured me there was no typing mistake. So, yeah, Shawbury, fantastic result for them, 10-1. They're top of the West Midlands League Premier Division now, and... Fantastic, as I say, really, really good start for them. They've they've won all four games. They've scored twenty two goals, I think, in the in the process as well. So, mention for Stuart Ellis, he scored six times for Shawbury on Wednesday, having scored a hat trick for Shawbury on Saturday. Nine wow. goals in two games, which is impressive at any level, isn't it? He 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 came to the club from Market Drayton in the summer. He's still got signed forms at Drayton, but I think he's going to play most of his football at Shawbury. And having dropped down a couple of levels, he's really proven. A handful. It's a big weekend in the West Midlands League. There's a few big games there. Shawbury themselves are at home against against Willenhall, and there's a couple of local derbies in the Premier Division. Shifnal Town and Wellington Amateurs go head to head at Phoenix Park, which is sure to be a a feisty affair. There's not much distance between those two clubs. And in Division One, Bridgnell Town Reserves take on Hamwood as well at Crown Meadow. So a couple of local derbies. If you're not doing anything on Saturday afternoon, you're not getting down to the Greenhouse Meadow or making the trip to Luton. Then maybe if you want to. A little bout of football, that's the, they're the places to go. Great. Well, as usual, we wish all of our local teams all the best this weekend. And we'll be back next Friday for the next edition of the Football Podcast.